Welcome to Healing Body, Mind and Soul, empowering self-care, self-healing, and self-mastery for a better world. Here's your host, Ariel Asher. Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks for dropping in. This is Healing Body, Mind, and Soul, and I'm your host, Ariel Asher. Today, I have the honor and privilege to bring one of my great friends, longtime friends, um, to the show. Dr. Paula Strauss is an upper cervical and migraine specialist. Um, she's a chiropractor that specializes in the upper, upper cervical and migraine specialty. And um, we've been friends for a long time. I did cranial sacral work in her, in her office. We've worked together. We've um, done trade shows together, spoken together. So we've worked together in a lot of capacities. And I am so thrilled that she's coming on today to the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul podcast to talk about how our listeners can empower their own self-care. Paula's specialty, of course, is migraines. And so I want everybody to lean in because this is something that's always up and a huge um, controversy for everyone. And when you need relief, you need relief. Right, Paula? I agree completely. And this is the challenge. This is the challenge for migraine patients to stop losing time and to, um, to get a change in how their migraines appear Reduced pain, reduced frequency, reduced duration is how we talk about it in uh, measurable terms. So yeah, that's what I am now dedicating my practice to. Uh, it turns out that um, one in 10 people have migraine headache, and that is just a tremendous number of people. And um, I don't think that most of them would ever consider chiropractic a potential source of relief but it turns out that some areas of the spine, the very, very top of the spine, really um, control neurologically what happens with the migraine. And this is a difficult concept for people to understand, but if they have neck pain with their migraine, it becomes a lot easier. But if they just have migraine alone, I just want people to know that there is a specialty that can help them. It takes precision. It takes some special imaging techniques. I do these things at my office and I want to just let this idea, this technique filter out into the world so that I can help more people, but also train other doctors to help more people. Yeah, this is a specialty that, that um, not that many practitioners um, actually practice this particular technique, Paula, right? You're in a small demographic for something that needs to be serviced in a huge way. Yes, this is absolutely right. And I just want to point out for your listeners, the ones who don't know about upper cervical chiropractic, it has nothing to do with your lady parts. It has to do... <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad you. Um, I, I'm so glad you cleared that up because we need to clear it up. That never occurred to me, Paul. 
I, I get the question sometimes. So for listeners, the upper cervical means the upper neck. And if you have ever thought that your migraines start at the back of your head, like at the base of the skull, which we could also call the very top of the neck, then there is potential for the problems of the vertebral alignment to be interfering with the brain stem and the other really sensitive nerves that lead back up into your head. So I think if, if uh, listeners get that idea, then, uh, then it becomes more acceptable. It's, it becomes more possible that changing the mechanics of the upper neck or the upper cervical area could influence the migraine. Um, but I have to say, many of my migraine patients do not have neck pain. Maybe they have neck tightness they're not aware of. Maybe they don't connect their neck discomfort with their migraines. These are possible. Um, but many of the ones that come to see me for my chiropractic services start by touching the back of their head and saying, it all comes from way back here. And if they do that, then there's a really good chance that their upper neck is, uh, is misaligned and it's changing the nerve connection back up into the head. Seems right. simple. Seems simple. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's, their head's not on straight, really. <laughs> I love the way you say that. Yes, that's right. Paula says, well, Paula says it much better, but that's what the, uh, but that's really what it comes down to. And the nervous system is being impinged or there's being some, um, uh, interference, interference. interference. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paula, what got you into this very, very specific work? Well, way back when I was in chiropractic school, um, I entered chiropractic school with a Bachelor of Science degree in environmental science. So I was a scientist and I was doing, you know, kind of research and and working in different companies uh, from their science department. So when I got into chiropractic school, I was looking for the most scientific approach. So I could know, like, is one adjustment better than another? And um, I met a man in chiropractic school who was teaching the upper cervical principles. And he was teaching them along with neurologic principles. So he was saying, your adjustments are mechanical, but they correct things that are neurological. And this can influence how the whole body works. So I was very interested in that. And I asked him if, I, if he would mentor me through my... Uh, through my chiropractic school and afterward. And I just became very interested in this work because we use um, diagnostic imaging outcome measures. So we use a test, in other words, to see how good the the adjustment is for the patient and if the adjustment is doing any good for the patient. So I think a lot of people who see chiropractors will um, have the crack and go experience where they go into the office, they lie down on the table, the doctor comes in, cracks a couple things and says, thank you, great seeing you, please come back on Wednesday. (laughs) And, uh, you know, that's, it works, okay, chiropractic is great, it helps a lot of people. Of course, otherwise it wouldn't have survived, right? Exactly, but migraine patients need another level of care. Um, They need relief very fast, and, um, and, I w- and I did want to put in, you know, as long as we're talking about it, that the treatment does not act like a pill. 
I always say there's pills that act like pills. You can have a pill that relieves your migraine headache or perhaps stops it from blossoming into the full-on super severe headache. But um, this is more of a process of um, changing the head and neck alignment so that the nervous system rebuilds itself inside of your head and becomes more normal, less sensitive, less prone to shooting off those nerve cascades that start the migraine and then there's no way to get it back once it's, once it's out. So um, I, I'm really interested in helping people through that process because the result of the process is less numbers of headaches. No migraine medicine can say that. Less uh, severity of headaches and less duration. They don't last as long. If I can get people to the point where their quality of life is just so much richer because they're not losing hours and hours to that pain, um, their anxiety goes down because they don't know they 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 don't have to worry that they're going to get the headache on vacation they're not going to get the headache at the wedding they're not going to get the headache at the special event or, or not be able to go and do something with their children these kinds of improvements um, can really happen with this kind of care and if i can get someone to have dust layering their prescription of Imatrix. That's what I want. I want them. <laughs> I want that sucker to expire. We want it expire. on the back shelf. Or their, we want <laughs> the, it on their, in their medicine cabinet all the way in the back with dust forming on it. Exactly. That is a, just that is a great mites. vision. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great vision. <laughs> Paula, you said something about anxiety and I wanted to hang out there for a moment. Sure. Um, because, um, you know, that's a cyclical thing. They get the anxiety about having the headache, which probably causes a headache. If I'm not mistaken, I think that stress can be a huge trigger. So um, I'm, I'm leading this in, I'm leading this in the anxiety and stress, because at the time of this recording, I know that um, in the Santa Clara County, at least, we're still on um, our social distancing, quarantine, lockdown. Do you have any super tips for migraine sufferers? Um, I mean, I love that they we're opening up, up, up the door. They know that there's possibility for them. But what if they can't get to you right now? How can oh. they help themselves? I uh, couldn't agree more with everything you said about anxiety as a stressor. And um, migraine people are... Uh, they're usually coming into my office like so savvy about what they do that triggers their headaches and what they can do to minimize the headaches. But for people who uh, have, are, are new to the idea of triggers and new to the idea of controlling anxiety, I think a lot of the things that you have done in the past through your teaching and treatment, like meditation, even if it's a, just a small amount per day, the breathing will help physiologically. The meditation will uh, soothe the nervous system and mm. bring down that firing point, the triggering point for the mm. migraine. And I think um, the, getting outside has to be one of the critical factors. And I know that people are very concerned about maintaining six feet away, 
but I feel like the six feet really applies more when you're in an enclosed space, like a grocery store. When you're outside, you have breezes, you have fresh air all around you. If someone passes you within three feet, your statistical risk is very, very low. So regular exercise, lots of water, more than you think, lots of water, give in to the water, water is important. And then probably um, maintaining a regular day schedule. I think for all of us mentally, this is critical that you get up at around the same time, you do the same, you know, processes of getting ready for the day. You sit down and structure your day in a way that repeats itself. And that way, every day, you're lowering your anxiety because you know what's going to happen the next day. So um, the regularity of sleep, the regularity of schedule, I think, w- would be very helpful to most That's people. huge. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that's huge. And the consistency consistency yeah and i think when you have kids too that would also help to have them be on a regular schedule something that is predictable in a time where we're not having a lot of predictability you know who knows what tomorrow will be at the time of this recording paula i woke up this morning and all the power was off in the house and i thought oh no not this too right i i wasn't even sure if i was going to be able to spend time with you um with you today so i um definitely on my gratitude and meditation list was um the electricity it it was only (laughs) out for about the first hour this morning but even that it really made me pause and think, I'm like, wow, look at how many things, right? Look at all the layers of things that can, you know, that we take for granted that can cause stress. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I feel for you. That must have been a little upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, you know, you know, because because everybody is, um, they call it pivoting at this time, and everybody is trying to get online. And for just a nanosecond, my universe um, imploded just a, just a bit. Um, but no worries, I have plenty of tools. And although I haven't been in for a Paula adjustment, um, <laughs> I can speak to it, though. I can speak to you. what I what I love and what made me want to work with Paula. And now I'm geez, Paula, we have been working together since um, early 2000s, I, um, I think. I think um, so probably, too. Um, probably uh, maybe 2005 or um, 2007, somewhere, somewhere in time. there. Um, I, had my, I had my massage and Reiki practice inside of a flotation, um, <laughs> cloud nine inside of a flotation tank um, place. And I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know, but I'm still an avid floater. And before this, and before this quarantine, um, until very, very recently, I float every single week as part of my self-care. And it has been um, super helpful um, for me because, um, um, because I'm very energetically sensitive and I get very emotionally triggered sometimes by, mm-hmm. um, by stuff. So, so it has been the greatest detox for me. But it's so funny that years ago now I'm still floating, still doing my thing, Paula, and still, <laughs> and still um, sending people to the headache doctor of Campbell. You wouldn't believe this, but um, my... Um, my little dog Ziggy has a dog trainer and she suffers from migraines. And I don't know how many of your cards I have given to her 
because, wow. well, you know, I've known her for a while too. And I just have assessed that I think that it would be very helpful on a, on a, to get some physical alignment for her. She's trying all kinds of other things, but she really needs that, um, that practical alignment part um, in the physical body that, you know, so hopefully, hopefully she's listening to this and hopefully she'll check in and finally give you a buzz because I don't think she's seen you yet. But Paula, what are you doing to um, right now at this time of quarantine to keep your business afloat? This is a great inquiry. What am I doing to keep my business well, afloat? <laughs> I mean, because you're doing this podcast today. So obviously, right. you know, you are an expert, Paula. I mean, hands down. <laughs> um, but um, are you scheduling more? Are you scheduling more talks? I do know that you're a great speaker. Um, are you scheduling more talks? Thank um, you. Um, I, right now, um, chiropractors considered essential workers. So my office is open and the oh i didn't I, know that yes yes so um because we're in the health services field and to take pressure off of hospitals so if someone had like a severe back pain severe um pinched nerve of some kind that they can come to a chiropractor and avoid going to the hospital or oh, er okay okay so um Amazingly, I have this Groupon, and the Groupon has done very, very well and given a lot of patients opportunities to come in and try with a three-visit package to, um, uh, to try the treatment and see if it fits with them. So I'm eternally grateful to Groupon for doing that. Oh, my great. social activity, I believe, my, my practice is turning a bit from a general practice plus migraine into a more focused migraine practice. It's not that I won't take other cases, but what I want is to serve the migraine community. So my next social media project would be to get on Instagram with this migraine focus. And um, there are um, many podcasts that address migraine. And I would like to be on those podcasts. So I'll be reaching out and trying to do that. It's not that I won't be doing any more public work in my, um, the area around me. So we live in Silicon Valley. So yes, that's, yes. Um, you know, um, a place chock full of people with headache issues. But um, I'd like to take advantage more of social media because the migraine um, populace only has that there are the only treatments they have that they're aware of are drug therapies in addition to what we just talked about meditation hypnotherapy mm -hmm. uh, avoiding triggers and so on life lifestyle change so um, for the rest of my days in practice i want to work on um, doing speaking to chiropractors to show them how they can integrate this into their own practices also, um, I'd love to be on just public podcasts that address migraine or headache issues. I think you should have your own podcast, Paula. I don't think um, I think that you're a natural for something like that. I um, am only saying this because I have known you since, you know, going on 20 years now or something, you know, 15 or 20 years. I think that you're a natural for it. But anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to impose my agenda on, <laughs> on you. Um, I just think you have a great um, 
heart for service, an inquisitive mind, and a lot of um, information that you can share with, um, with audiences. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I really appreciate it being on your podcast. It's my first one. <laughs> I can hear in the background, um, my dog Ziggy is making a guest appearance again on the podcast. Right on. Um, but I always tell the listeners, that's what you get for um, naming your dog after a famous um, speaker, Zig Ziglar. Do not name your dog after, do not project that onto your furry creatures. So, <laughs> right? Right. Anyway. Right. Paula Strauss, the headache doctor of Campbell. If you're in the Bay Area, I really encourage you. If you're in the Bay Area and you're suffering from um, migraines at all or any kind of headache, um, I highly recommend that you reach out to Paula. But also, like I said, Paula is a very um, great, she's a great speaker and educator, and I love her science mind. She always wants to get to the bottom of everything. She wants to know why, which I think makes her um, really a great um, practitioner. Paula, how can people reach out to you? The very best way is to find me online at www.theheadachedoctor, spelled D-O-C-T-O-R, dot com. So theheadachedoctor.com. And you can find us all over the place. It's, it's, it's easy to find us in the Bay Area. You can add Campbell, California, if you want to your search. Excellent, excellent. Well, Paula, thank you so much for spending some time with me and with um, our listeners today. Um, I hope that everybody at their time, whenever they're checking into this episode, I hope that you're doing well, that you're happy, healthy, safe. And until next time, everybody, happy healing. Thanks for joining us for the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul podcast with your host, Ariel Asher. Today's program has been brought to you by Soma Sound Therapy and the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul Network.